Welcome to the Riot Podcast, where we have practical discussions on how to share your faith, see the news from God's eyes, and answer some of faith's hardest questions. Welcome to the Riot Podcast. This is Bob Shoneman alongside Mac Daddy Pete Robertson. Hello, hello, hello. Loving the red, white, and blue, my brother. Yeah, today's uh, Independence Day show. It is Independence Day. Yeah. And I mean, literally, it is Independence yeah. Day. And, for, uh, for those American listeners, we celebrate Independence on July oh, 4th. Oh, that's true. Other people have so Independence Days. This week, days. this week, we are celebrating that that holiday. There's other, I mean, the other nations have independence. They like, do. May 1st was the Independence in Italy. And so when we were there in Italy on May 1st, we were celebrating their independence. Really? Yeah. So you just travel around the world and you go to do the all different the independence, independence Day celebrations. Yeah, yeah. Now, do they wave the American flag and shoot off no, fireworks? No, no, no. They don't do that. But they do have a big party. They had like in Rome when I was at, they had like bands set up everywhere and it was a big party. It's so, a big party. Yeah. So tell me what he, what is your favorite Independence Day memory? Um, that's a great idea. Great, great question. I should have thought of this before. I know we do fireworks a lot. Um, oh, yeah. My wife shared with me. We did, uh, I would say the greatest that we've ever done was in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Ooh. And so we were sitting on the, there was a big rocks all around, granite rocks are there. And um, they had these live bands that came in. And they had all this music and a whole bunch of people. We were sitting on a grassy lawn. And when the fireworks started going off, it the it would go up and it would be off the backdrop of the mountain and it would boom, like boom, so you, you know, like echo. crazy. And and what was awesome was the band, the music were so talented that they were playing off of the the fireworks. So it was like coordinated. It's cool. Never seen that before. Usually they'll do like a, a audio thing or something like that, but it was really like patriotic. It was like pump you up kind of feel. Um, everything was upbeat, you know, it was just craziness that was going on, but that was probably one of the highlights. That wasn't when I was younger. That was when I was older, but still, I don't know. Probably, I don't think anything's been better than that. That's pretty cool. And I love the 4th of July. I have so many great memories from the 4th of July, but growing up as a kid, we lived in upstate New York and my grandparents had a cabin on a Lake Sagandega and there was a little town called Northville. So we would drive over to Northville go to the ice cream shop and we would get and sit just, I mean, Norman Rockwell painting. Oh, wow. Okay. So picture yeah. this, you know, we're sitting, you got the curbs on the side of the road. All the kids are sitting on the curbs, eating their ice cream, you know, got a bag full of candy back when you'd get a dollar and you get a whole uh -huh. bag full of candy, uh -huh. you know, and we would sit and watch the fire trucks go by and the local band. And then we just hang out all day. Um, I, the, the water would be ice cold. So we would put watermelons in our Creek and then we'd get nice and cold and we cut those open. And then we'd go yeah. back over at night to watch the fireworks mm. and you just sit in a field. And I don't, it was little, I don't yeah. remember if it was, I don't know. I just remember a field. We'd sit, put blankets out on the hood of the car, sit on the hood of the car and watch the fireworks come up. And that was back, you know, the sparks would come down yeah. and be like, Oh, that one like almost yeah. hit me, you know, and yeah. stuff like that, you know, no safety. Right. Expected. No, none. <laughs> it was all out. So, damn, just cool, cool childhood memories. I was, as you're saying that, I was thinking when I was a kid in California, we never had, you know, never had the big fireworks, always the ground kind of fireworks, the little fountain ones and stuff like that. But when we started getting older, they outlawed fireworks completely in California. So it was like, you couldn't do them anywhere. You couldn't buy fireworks, you couldn't do anything. And so for the longest time, I was like, man, this really stinks. I really want to do fireworks, right? <laughs> and I remember when we moved to Florida, it was not only could we do fireworks, but we could do the big boy fireworks, the ones that can go up in the air. And I remember spending like 
$2,000 on fireworks. And we had like a big party. We had everybody come over because this is the first time I've ever been able to wow. spend that. And the Lord allowed us to be able to do that. And we had like a full hour and a half of the big boy fireworks going up. And I remember the first time doing the firework, it freaked me out. I mean, it was, you know, it was this big boom, you know, whatever. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. <laughs> You're like in the front lines of World War One. I've never done it before. So this is the first time. You know, I was like, oh. uh, but you didn't lose any fingers. This no. is good. You still have your eyes. This is good. I was so paranoid though. I mean, I used the punk, you know, the long stem or whatever to try to light it because there was no way I'm getting a lighter up next no. to that thing. Those things are dangerous. I was trying to it's think. fun and yeah. beautiful, but yeah. it's really, it's really dangerous. That's some powerful stuff right there. And it was really fun because we had a lot of friends come over, but then all the neighbors around the whole block all came. And so we had like a big old block party, you know, and it was, you know, the first time in Florida and doing that. So that's awesome. There's a couple of people on my street that do that. So I don't have to spend any money on fireworks. I can enjoy other people's fireworks. Yeah. That's what makes it fun. Yeah. You can just go watch what they're doing. <laughs> But I love it. And I love the celebration. And, and, uh, oh, you know what? And I was in college. I, Crystal and I, our first concert we went to, I think was on the 4th of July or was that weekend. We went and saw, I remember it was, we went and saw Tim McGraw and Faith Hill before oh. they were a thing. Wow. So like she was opening for him or something wow. after a concert. So yeah. that was kind of cool. You know, we were just, we were just dating at the time. Lots of good memories. They the were too, probably. And they were just, yeah, yeah. I think so too. You could, you could kind of tell there was something going on. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure. There was some chemistry. He's there. a good looking dude. So <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she's good looking too. But I mean, from a man perspective, yeah. he's, he's a good looking yeah. dude. It's so fun. But yeah, cool memories. And then two years ago, I took the girls. Speaking of Jackson Hole, we were there on July 2nd. Mm -hmm. So everybody's like, you're not staying for the fireworks? Oh, so yeah, we went to Yellowstone. and everything Oh, that's right. There. Same time of year. And, you know, well, red, white, and blue. You know what I like about it? We are a divided nation right now, yeah. but there's something about the 4th of July and the flag and the celebration. It draws, at least for a day, it draws everybody back together. There's, it creates unity. Which I is, think so. Which is kind of cool. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of what sports should do as yeah. well. So yeah. like sport or anything like that, it just brings oh, us back together. Bring us back together. Yeah. Man. Well, speaking of that, so today we're going to title the show, Freedoms We Have. And so that kind of goes with our not only our independence in the United States, but also the freedoms that we have in Christ. And so we're going to kind of just uh, talk about that and uh, dive deeper into it and have some fun with this show. Um, but again, we didn't want to, we didn't want to have a July 4th week and not talk about independence day or talk about that. I mean, what a great opportunity. I think every year we've been doing this now we've done it. I'm pretty sure. Right. Yeah, this is our third. Yeah. It'll be our third. Third July 4th. Yeah. Show. Yeah. So why not? That's crazy. It is crazy to Man, think about. Those of you that have been listening to us for, I don't know, close to three years now, yeah, man, yeah. thank you thank guys. You. you guys are a blessing. Thank you. <laughs> if you've listened to, I wonder, is there anybody that's listened to every single show? I think Lino has. If you have, comment I, in the, in, either on social media or on, on YouTube and let us know. Say, hey, yeah, we've, I've, I've listened to at least part of every single show. I would love that. I, I would mean, love to hear about that. Yeah. Because I think the only person I know of is Lino, and we've talked about him. He's like our fan. They should get a special uh, gift or something. Yeah, we should. Yeah. But you got to tell the truth. This is an honor system, right? right. I, it's a righteous invasion of truth. So don't don't lie. We were just we were just talking before the show about like we're so shocked that people are still listening, and and we had like this last show that went out, and we had like a hundred or a hundred people like shared our show, and I'm just like this is crazy that 
people are sharing the show and they're listening to us. We and talked about parades on our last show too. Yes, we did. We that it was a great show. <laughs> it, it was a great. Show. It was a really good show. Really well done. So, all right, all right let's well, let me started. open us up in prayer and we'll get started. Lord, we just thank you for for this country as we celebrate the birthday of America, Lord, and uh, in your hand, uh, just all over. Uh, the founding as uh, man, I think we're, we're going to just share a few things, a few examples today, Lord. I just, but I thank you for that. I thank you for um, just trying to keep drawing us near. And I pray that uh, as second Chronicles seven fourteen says, Lord, that uh, we would, we would humble ourselves, that we would, we would seek you, that we would pray and we would turn from our evil ways, Lord. And you have promised us if we do that, that you will heal our land. And Lord, I, I just offer up that uh, desire to you today. And Lord, would you be with the show? Would you bless our listeners? Would you give Pete and I uh, just the wisdom to, to to share what's on our heart and what you put on our heart? And uh, we just love, just love you and thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, I was just thinking, um, you know, this is part of our opening statement, but, you know, July 4th, and when I, when I think of July 4th, it does, it reminds, reminds me of our freedom we have in Christ. And, and I feel that, you know, there's powerful imagery in Independence Day. So Bob, if you could, you know, try, I mean, I, I know we have some writing here, but you can also just go as, as the Lord leads you. But why do you think America celebrates the 4th of July? Where, where is that coming from? So, and, and I know I've, we wrote something about apple pie explosions, sky <laughs> baseball games, barbecue flames, and so on, but there really is what, well, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I think, you know, the, when we think of the 4th of July, we think about apple pie. We think yeah. about fireworks. We baseball. Think about ba- yeah. Yeah, yeah. Baseball, yeah. barbecues, yeah. Um, ice cold watermelon. Yes. We think about those yes. things and there's nothing wrong with that. But yeah. I think it, it's good to kind of go back and think, okay, what does July 4th really mean? Yeah. I mean, we're, it's obviously it's the birthday of our country, but why? Why? Yeah. I mean, we, at the, at the time there'd been battles going on where, uh, the colonists, the 13 colonies were just dealing with uh, tyranny mm-hmm. from, from King George in yep. England. Yep. And literally there's, our, I mean, I don't think a lot of people know this, but there'd been fighting going on for about, about a year. So yep. the battle of Lexington and Concord was April 19th of uh, 1775, April 19th. Yep. I looked up just because when I read that, I'm like, April 19th, there are a lot of things that have happened on April 19th. Like what? Well, I, so I, I'm like, that date is sticking in my head for some reason. So I did exactly that last night. I'm Googling April 19th. Huh? Um, the Waco thing. Wow. When the, when the Waco, that was yeah. the end of it. When wow. the fire happened and it all burnt down. Wow. Um, the one that hit me really hard because I was there. Um, Oklahoma city bombing wow. was also on April 19th. Wow. So I was going through and there's like all these events that happened. Isn't that weird? Yeah. There's like s- symmetry or something. I don't yeah. know. But anyway, so, you know, the colonies were just kind of tired of being taxed and not having any representation back in England. And King George is here. He is sending in troops and yeah. doing what they want, taxing their tea. You know, you've heard about the Boston Tea yeah, Party and, yeah. and all of it has just come to kind of come to a head. Like, you know, we've had enough. And I'm sure there were, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I bet a majority of people were probably just like, whatever, leave us alone. Yeah. But there were enough people that had had enough that stood up and said enough is enough. And uh, I mean, there was there was a sense of tyranny. There was a sense of oppression. So the yeah. government, it was oppressing them. And I and I think a little bit had to do with fear. I mean, here they are, you know, the England is across the ocean and here we are. And 
they're gaining steam and there's a lot of things going on and people becoming independent. And so maybe the, the fear was taxing them. No, you're going to be a part of England. And, and so they just started doing more and more. There was oppression there. There was, um, it wasn't being ruled in a loving kind way. And so people were just getting to the point where like, you know what, we're our own nation. We're our own people. Um, and so when we study history, that's kind of what we're seeing. And that's where, you know, the war, the revolutionary war came from. And that's where a lot of that stuff was stemming from is where people were saying that we've had enough, you know, and um, it can happen anywhere. You know, yeah. it can happen in any country. You know, if there's oppression, if there's, uh, you know, tyranny, you know, people are going to eventually revolt against it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, know. we were talking um, in the in the show probably about this, this show called John Adams. That's an old show. It's been around for about yeah. 10 years. Yeah. But I've watched the first couple episodes and the second episode is kind of all about this time frame. So wow. our birthday is July 4th, right? It, right? But that's not, I mean, the Declaration of Independence was actually written over a course of, you know, a few weeks in yeah. June yeah. of 1776. Um, I think they finished it on the second, but the final signatures were done on the on Tom the Jefferson penned it, right? Thomas Jefferson yeah. wrote it, yeah. and uh, there were multiple rights, and you know they, you know they. We see this to... at Disney, so if you ever go to the Disney World Epcot Center, they have uh, at the American side they yeah. have this show there, and it this shows really cool. it shows a big pile of paper on the show <laughs> as Thomas Jefferson's trying to write the Declaration. I would love to have one of those original transcripts. <laughs> oh, what do you think those those bad boys are worth? Yeah, do you think they're still out there? Have I you seen them? I, I think there's a few copies. So yeah. there's one obviously at the in the archives. Um, but, but what you're saying, yeah, about Jefferson. yeah. So just going back, so you know, this is our birthday. But what I wanted to share with you a little bit is just kind of how how it starts. And I think uh, it's just powerful. And then we'll kind of dive into how this um, relates to our freedom in Christ. Yeah. So the Declaration of Independence, it just start. It starts off like this. It says, "We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that are endowed by their Creator with certain unalienable rights, and among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness." So right there, right in the first sentence. You know, you get people, well, the founders really didn't believe in God. And they, you know, all your, all your arguments, you know, with that just kind of go up in flames right there. Um, It's very obvious that not only did they believe in a creator, but they believed that our rights came from him and not from King George or any other ruling government. That was kind of the whole, the whole point. And you know, these guys, these founders, they were basically signing their death warrant. Yeah. When the, when the declaration, are, yeah. it's a death warrant. Yeah. So it was treason. If, if they lose the yeah. war, if they lose this battle, they're yeah. all going to hang. In yeah. fact, uh, I think it was Benjamin Franklin who says, you know, if we don't, if we don't hang together, yeah. we will all certainly yeah. hang separately. We're going to, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, they, they knew what they were doing. This was not, you know, we get offended by just like somebody calls us a name on Facebook or something like that. These guys were literally putting their necks yeah. in a noose when they did this, but they believed so strongly that these rights are given by God, that they should not be taken away by man, that they were willing to die for their for the freedom and to, and to kind of just set get the ball rolling for the for their children. And what came from it was a nation that was blessed. Um, you know, religion played a little part of it, and religion sucks, and we've talked about that. And and I know that you know when we, even when we get up into the 1900s and the 1950s, and you know the the religion legalism and all of that, and that's where the revolt came. That's why the 1960s and in in all of that, the revolt of against religion and 
you know, a lot of the chaos that we have today is a part of that revolt. It's a part of the over dominance of the religion aspect of things. And so that did come and that's not good. And, and we need a reset and we need revival yeah, for sure. Good. But we, as a nation, as a whole, America though, has been blessed. And when we were, when we were operating in the integrity of the declaration of independence, when the moral absolute was prominent, where there was a, we believed in absolute truth, where we we operated understanding that um, we are created by a God and that we live according to him and 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 we're giving these rights because of him and all of that. And when we were living that way, there was an element of of harmony. There was an element of 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 success, yeah. right? But 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 and, can I interrupt? Real quick? Yeah. And it's not, so this is where I think people get it wrong. They, they think that God, God picked us or, you know, God's favoring us. Yeah. It's not that. Yeah. We were doing, we were trying to be God-like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That sounds kind of weird. We're not no, trying to be right. like God's, right. but we were trying to do what God would have us yeah. to do. And that's why we were blessed. Yeah. We're not blessed because, oh, well, you're special, so God's going to bless you. No, we were special because we 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 feared God. We revered, you know, I've done a lot of research. And you brought up religion again, which I think is is awesome. I've done a lot of research on George Washington. You guys listen to the show for you know he's my favorite president, and there's a lot of reasons why. I would not consider George Washington a religious person. He was not a religious man, in my opinion. Yeah, but he was a very faithful. Yeah, and he, there is zero doubt in my mind that he uh, that I'm going to meet him in heaven one day yeah. and that he was, he just felt like God was using him and, and he was so humble in, yeah. in the fact that I can't believe God's using me, right. but there is zero doubt in George Washington's mind that God was using him to lead this nation. Yeah. Zero. Yeah. I mean, I, all the research I've done, it is crystal clear that, that he believed that. And well, there was miracles. And and I don't miracles think he wanted it. You know, yeah. it's just like, I, I have no choice. I'm being called, Yeah, you know? I mean, it, it makes me think of when we broke away, you know, Second Chronicles 7.14, if my people who are called by my name would humble themselves and seek my face, um, then I will hear from heaven and heal their land and bless them. And I think at that moment, we were, you know, the Puritans when they came over, and, and we know that because there was persecution of the faith, and they were breaking away from King George's authority. They mm -hmm. were breaking away from the the oppression that the religion was bringing upon people, and they were saying, "No, we need to be able to worship freely." And so they were they were separating themselves, and that's why they came. And that was kind of the that was like our motto at that time. You know, we are we're wanting to serve the Lord. We're wanting to not be oppressed and have to force other religions upon other people. And we should be free to serve God however we want. And we, you know, all that stuff is yep. almost like our motto. It almost stemmed from that. Yeah, and um. And, and there was a purity about it. There was an innocence in that. Um, and when all of a sudden, you know, we go through our our history and you look back from then to where we are today, we start start seeing how evil has crept in and, and even get into the Civil War and what that was all about. And, and, and there's a reason why the Civil War happened. Evil, there was a part of it. There was, yep. there was a, a sense of corruption. There was a, you know, slavery or there was, a, you know, just a all kinds of bad that was coming out of that. Right. And, um, you know, you don't see, you know, let's surrender to the Lord. You don't see, Hey, let's, let's, you know, lay down our lives. Let's, you know, let's dominate. Let's focus. Let's do, we want our will. We want our way. We're not, we weren't fearing God. We weren't looking to that. 
and that's just slowly has progressed. Yeah. And, um, and now look at our America today. I mean, we, we're still the land of the free. Uh, there's still, there's still a lot of good here and we do a lot of good around the world. There's no doubt about it. And, um, but man, there's a lot of corruption. There's a lot of evil. There is. And, and, you know, as a, as a people, and as you and I sitting here today, celebrating our independence day, and we're thanking God for it and yeah. we're praising the Lord for it. But at the same time, and our hearts hurt because America, even though we have our independence and we praise the Lord that God did that to us, we are a nation that needs God. And, and we need, we're a nation that needs to repent and, uh, and we need to stop uh, confusing people mm. because America is saying things that are not true. And our media is saying things that are not true. And, and what is right is wrong. And, and, it's, and it's messing people up. And, it's, and we're, a lot of us as Americans are getting caught up into this culture of confusion. And we don't know the truth. We're not free. We're, 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 we're living in bondage and it's because the culture has corrupted us and we have accepted that as our reality, the new norm. And that is not. And, and a lot of the shows that we do and a lot of things that we talk about is to go against that. You know, mm. just talking about our show last week that right. we went through and um, it's, 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 we want to bring light to what has happened. We want to, you know, in Independence Day, we're bringing light again. I mean, we're not shying away. We're we're bringing light that America is is sick, and um, we're praying for our nation. We're praying that we get back to that Second Chronicle seven fourteen that our motto becomes God or nothing. Mm. That we want to surrender our lives to Him. That we want revival in our homes. We want to have freedom. We want to have that peace again. But we're allowing the government, we're allowing the media, we're allowing these influences to to burden us, to oppress us, to bring tyranny mm. to us again. Yep. And uh, yep. and so history repeating itself. It is. Yeah. What happened to In God We Trust? That's it. So all right. But so, we got a few examples. So let's let's start with this one. All right. For all of us Americans, July Fourth is a gift. We didn't earn it. We received it from the people who lived, mm. led, and died and fought for it. Everyone who receives a gift usually asks two questions. First is who is it from? Yep. And second, what does it do? Well, our gift is from the men and women who have fought and died yeah. for us, and it brings us liberty and freedoms we have as Americans today. Many other countries around the world do not have. I mean, that's the truth. Okay. So we're, there's no doubt about that. So what we just stated is the truth. We have been given a gift by men and women that have fought for our freedom. And we never, as Americans, want to take that for granted. Died and shed their blood so that we could be free. It is a huge deal, people. And so when we celebrate the, the 4th of July, okay, we want to make sure that we understand that. We have other holidays that we celebrate, you know, Memorial Day and so forth. But this is a big deal. This is our independence from, from tyranny. But why? It was so that we can be free to serve God and we can be free to live our lives according to him. Right. And to love people and to live that life. And we've forgotten that. And that's the problem. So um, we, you know, exactly the freedoms we have in Christ is from Jesus. We didn't earn it. He died for it. That's who it's from. But what does it do? Galatians 5.1 reminds us it's for freedom. We've been set free. What does our freedom do? It gives us more freedom. It's freedom from ourselves, freedom from our marriages, our kids, our friends, our coworkers, and our neighbors. We were given the gift to share. So it's the same thing. So Independence Day, we've been given the freedom to, to live our lives 
the way that we feel is best, right? We're governed by laws, but we live our lives in freedom. We're not that slowly changing, but the same thing with Christ. What Christ did when we surrender our lives to the Lord, we no longer are living by the world system. So the freedom that we have is we are now living by Christ's system. He is our God. He is the author and finisher of our faith. He is the beginning of the end. He is the one that sets the standards for us. We no longer live to conquer, to have war, to authority. We now live to serve. We now live to elevate others above ourselves. We do not no longer live as the world system lives to dominate, to manipulate, to control. That's what the world is offering us. But as a freedom that we have in Christ is, no, we don't, we don't operate that way. We don't have to control people. We want to love people. The great commandment, the great commission. We want to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, mind, or soul. And we love people um, as he has loved people. So we understand that. And we also want to make disciples. And we want to help people be set free from the bondages and the tyranny that the world is offering. And so that is the difference. And that would be, you know, how we have our independence. Praise the Lord. We never want to forget that. We also want to understand that if you're a child of God, praise the Lord, that we have the freedom in Christ. All right. So good. All right. So this declaration was a mid-war declaration. July yep. 4, 1776 came about a year after the Revolution Revolutionary War actually began. Of course, they didn't call it that no, at the time. No, we put um, that on but later. Yeah, so yeah. what they're talking about there is uh, the Battle of Lexington and Concord. Yep. It actually started in April of 1775. Yep. So there's been kind of the fighting. George Washington's already fighting with the Continental Army, you know, fighting back and, you know, and, and kind of... <laughs> actually on the run most of it but uh, yeah it was ugly to begin with so uh this has been going on for about a year and will continue for about six years after the declaration of independence yet it's the single most revered day in american history how does that remind you of christ so that's a great question and it just makes me think it's it's during that time of war at the beginning they are um trying to seek their own identity trying to have their own voice uh, they're saying, okay, what are we fighting for? Yeah. That's what they're going through. Yep. Right. And, and so they're wrestling with that. And, and finally, six years after that war began, they, they found their voice. They found what is this all about? You know, and now they're saying, now that they found their voice, now they're trying to unite everyone around that voice. And that is why uh, the tide turned. You know, they were getting beat and all this stuff because there's, they were all scrambling all over the place, right? There was just, there was confusion. There was, you know, what's going, who's leading what, what's going on? Where are we doing? What's the purpose of this? You know, we understand this taxes. We understand, but what is our voice? What is our reasoning? And when the declarations and independent comes on, it, it now gives them order. It gives them direction. It gives them focus. It gives them purpose. purpose. Yeah. Everything changed at that moment. Same thing with us in life. Think about it. So we're, we're, we're seeking life. We're seeking purpose. We're seeking our identity. We're seeking what's next. There's a war that's happening within you. There's a struggle. There's, a, there's chaos. There's anxiety. There's all of this. And then when we find Jesus, mm-hmm. he becomes the declaration Decor- of our independence. Yeah. For God so loved the world. So much <laughs> that he gave his only begotten son that Amen. whoever believes in him shall have eternal life. Declaration and, of independence. And at that very moment, we are transformed. We yeah. get our identity. We get our purpose. We get our focus. And now we have our marching orders. The great commandment, the great commission. Now we go to love others. Now we change our whole mentality. We change our whole way of thinking. We change our whole way of life. And now we have freedom. We have true liberty. 
because we're no longer held by the bondages and the tyranny of the world. We're no longer held by any higher authority other than Christ. And we know that Christ is love and good. And that's who we serve. And that's who our allegiance is. Kind of takes away the fear of the tyranny, too. I mean, there's a famous quote from the revolution. I think Thomas Paine maybe said, that, give me liberty or give me death. Yeah. It's like, I yeah. don't want to live in bondage nope. anymore. No. Nope. It's like, so yep. either give me, give me that liberty or end it. You know? And the only way that you can have true liberty is when we surrender, surrender. to Christ. Amen. There's, there's, you, can, you can makeshift liberty. You can put a Band-Aid on something. But the wound will always be there. The only way to completely be set free is to let Christ take control and to live unto him. Because otherwise, we're still in control. Otherwise, we're still trying to dominate. Otherwise, we're still trying to control and manipulate. We still want our rights, our voice, our this, uh, all that crazy stuff that causes all the wars and all the chaos that there is. But when we look at people the way that Christ looks at them, and we love people the way that Christ loves them, and there's a beauty about us that, that is only in Christ, then we are truly set free because we are no longer held by those standards. We are now held by a higher standard that is in Christ. That's really good. So I'm pretty sure I got the author of that quote wrong. Yeah. So let okay. us know in the yeah, comments yeah. Yeah, yeah. Who, who actually said, give me liberty or give me death. Yeah. I want to hear, yeah. hear from you guys. All right, next statement. The Declaration of Independence is a celebration of restoration. Yeah. Remember? The apple pie and the fireworks and the songs yeah. and the baseball yeah. games and the barbecues, man, and the candy yeah. and the ice cream. I remember yeah. all of that stuff. All to celebrate liberty once lost, but now found. How does this remind us of Christ, Pete? Yeah, humans love to celebrate, don't we? We do. Yeah, finding lost things because we were made in God's image and God parties big for restoration. I mean, we have to understand that. We've talked about this on the show so many times. When, when one person gives their life to the Lord, this says all the angels in heaven rejoice. You say that every single show. It's a huge party. Yeah. And so people don't understand is that that is, that is what the restoration looks like. Was one person is found, it is huge. We know the prodigal son. I mean, look at the prodigal son. Mm. They're, they're, they're looking for identity. They're searching it in all the wrong places all and all places. these things. And finally, they humble themselves. There's got to be a better way. Well, there is a better way. His name is Jesus. And when we come back, God is pulling up his pants and he's running to you and he's opening up and he's embracing you. And so that is, that is a celebration. And so every time someone gives their life to the Lord, we want to celebrate with them. Amen. We want to have a party. We want to say, Hey, welcome to the family. What, a, you know, and so forth. So, um, you know, I, I don't know. Jesus even suggests angels celebrate. We talk about that. And what happens when we all meet Jesus? There's a glorious supper. Remember that in Revelation 19, right. 16, 17. It's coming one day. So, I mean, it's, this is like, it's really cool because we're, we're celebrating, you know, we gather with families and friends and we're celebrating all that and it's fun. But as a child of God and we're celebrating, we, we are going to be in, uh, we're going to be fulfilling the great commandment and the great commission. So as all my friends are there, well, guess what? I'm speaking life into them. I'm elevating them. I'm loving them. I'm encouraging them. I'm set free from the bondage of the world. I'm not trying to control my friends any longer. I'm not trying to dominate them. I'm not trying to manipulate them. I'm not trying to get an upper hand. I don't live by that world system anymore. The byproduct is I get to have fun with them. I get to celebrate the same thing with Christ. When we're set free, man, there's a party. We get to celebrate. We get to have fun. Christians should have more fun than anybody in the world. We have more reasons to celebrate than anybody in the world. So you get me passionate on that. That's man. awesome. Yeah. I mean, so many people think God's a, a joy kill. No. Like, 
let's go back to John too, right? Yep. Jesus shows up at the party. Is he yep. there to try to, oh, you guys stop dancing, stop yep. singing, stop yep. celebrating, stop having a, no, no, no. Not, we, not only that, he, he provided the wine. So there's nothing <laughs> wrong with us to have fun. people. No. nothing, but we don't go to control it for our own self. We go to fulfill the great commandment, the great commission. We have a purpose. We're free from all of that tyranny and bondage. Amen. Amen. All right. Next, it unites us. The Declaration of Independence was written by 13 different colonies. But within the document, they are identified as we. Amen. We hold these truths to be self-evident. We are now the United States of America. We are now Americans and united as one voice. What truths do we hold with Christ? Man, and I love that because... You know, we were just talking at the beginning of the show that, you know, as Americans, we can celebrate the American together. We understand the, the Declaration of Independence and the and our freedoms that we have, and we all can appreciate, regardless of your politics, regardless of where you stand. And and when something bad, it's like 9-11, when something bad happens to Americans, we come together, yeah. right? 9-12 was a beautiful day. Yes, it was. And, and all the way through that next following month, right? It was just, it was awesome to see what God was doing. And yep. The churches were full and just all kinds of People things. People loving on each other and being nice to each other. So yeah. I, it, we need that again. But I think at the core, that is America. I think at the core, I, I agree. that is America. But we've lost that love and feeling. But you know how you could bring that loving feeling back? Put God in America yeah. again. Make him the center focal point. And, and I think- Humble if, yourself. That's it. Seek if, his face. That's it. If we could just do that and understand that- you know, we so for the third that. time in the show, we we brought up Second Chronicles seven fourteen. It's it, it's so relevant, right? <laughs> but Jesus set you and me free as individuals, but we live out this freedom as His church, one body with many parts. First Corinthians twelve one through twenty seven. And when your eye becomes we, it's amazing what we can accomplish together. I mean, think about it. Yep. It's as the body of Christ. I don't have the same gifts and the skill sets as you do. You have something that's completely unique than I have. But when we work together, man, it's amazing what happened. And it's the same thing with us as Americans. Yep. It's amazing when we lay down our, our gloves and our boxing and our, and our addicts and our attitudes and our all kinds of opinions and so forth. And let's just humble each other. Let's just work together. Let's find a common ground and, and, and make things better. Same thing within the body of Christ. The difference is we're no longer held to our own standards. We're held to God's standards. And those standards are so far greater than anything the world can offer. That freedom that we have in Christ is mm. big time bigger and better than anything the world can ever. Big time bigger. I, I love like it. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The 4th of July reminds us that our nation was founded by men who recognized God was their freedom. Yeah, we can't How get away with that. that? How now, do you know that? Well, just by all the history. I mean, we can't get away from that. And if anybody has studied history like you, you would see it everywhere. Every, every page that you study, if they were given our, uh, actual historical facts yeah. of really what happened, there's no way to Go get back it. and read the documents. You yeah, don't even have to do that. Yeah. Say, well, I don't like to read too much. I don't want to go back and look at those old dusty papers. Go to D.C., and read the inscriptions that are on the buildings. Yeah, there's no way around it's it. everywhere. No way around yeah. it. All right. Um, so let's break down the document of the Declaration of Independence that begins with Thomas Jefferson's famous words. Okay. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, yeah. that they are endowed by their creator, there it is again, yep. with certain unalienable rights, yep. and among these are the, our life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. There's quite a bit to notice from this one sentence 
Yeah, there is. So um, the words all men are created equal reveal that Thomas Jefferson did not believe in evolution. <laughs> we know that. So, <laughs> it's very so we can at least take that from that. Yep. Okay. So Thomas Jefferson believed that men have a creator. So with these words endowed by their creator, Thomas Jefferson gave credit to God for the rights we have. He called them unalienable. You say it better than me because he knew they were given by God and couldn't be taken away. Yeah, so that's the key. It is. It can't be taken away by man because they are given to us by God. The highest authority that we have. Right. So Thomas Jefferson saw that the authority for our freedom and liberty was coming from God himself. Back then, there was, like I said, there was a sense of innocence. We were, we were the second Chronicle 714 kind of nation, right? We were seeking God. There's, it's right there in our Declaration of Independence. And so they all came together and says, yay, yay. They agreed. Yes, this is what we are. This is our voice. This is our model. This is who we are. So that is where our freedom comes. True freedom comes in God only. Amen. Nowhere else. That's right. right. The 4th of July reminds us of our true freedom. I'm thankful for the independence from Great Britain, but I am more thankful for the greater independence that Jesus has given us from the law. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the bottom line with all of that is without the law, um, and understanding the difference between right and wrong, you know, we have really no freedom. We're living like dogs or animals, right? But Jesus has separated us and, and given us value. And he's basically said, hey, I want you to know how to live a life that's good, that's, that's healthy. And that's where the law came. And that's where living according to God's purposes and God's ways our, our minds are healthier. Our bodies are healthy. We stay away from things that will decay us or hurt us or whatever else. And so thank God for that, to be able to have that. So not only that we're thankful for the Declaration of Independence and our citizen, but we're also thankful that because of that, we now know that we need a savior. Because of that, we now know that we need someone to help save us from our our stupidity. And Jesus is saying, all right, I'll come and help you. So, all right. Well, along those same lines, the 4th of July also reminds us about our dual citizenship. Yeah. I'm thankful for my American citizen citizenship. Yeah. In fact, you know what? I'm, I mailed in my passport yesterday. Yeah. I got to renew it for another yeah. 10 years. So how do you do that? I was, I was just, oh, it was really simple. I, I've done it twice, but I forgot what I, I did. It's 10 years ago. <laughs> rabbit hole, rabbit hole. Yeah. No, super. It's a two page form. You just fill it out. You get your picture taken, staple it, send in your old passport. Boom. You're done. Piece of cake. Piece of cake. Yeah. All right. All right. It'll take you 15 minutes. Yeah. No worries. All right. Um, but so I, I, I am an American citizen and I'm very thankful for that. Our executive producer is laughing at us right now because Pete saw a squirrel. But I am even more thankful for my citizenship in heaven. Amen. So I, I, I got a passport to heaven, too. And it, you know what? It doesn't expire every 10 years. Right. That's a, oh, man. That is so good. Yeah. You know, I, I'm just, people, we celebrate Independence Day, and, and we're just bringing light to this. But we, I think we just take things for granted. I think we need to really understand that when we gave our life to the Lord, that independence is we became adopted sons and children of God. Yeah. And we've been grafted in as the Bible, you know, in John 15, five, it says, he is the vine, I'm the branches, the man remains in me, he can, he can bear much fruit, but apart from me, he can do nothing. But when we gave our life to the Lord, we are now tapped into the life source. We are now provided for, we are now taken care of, you know, things are completely change. We no longer worry, fear, stress. We don't have to worry about those, those things. And I'm, I'm telling you, I mean, I praise the Lord that we have these freedoms because we go to church freely because of our independence day. 
we can go, you and I can go to DK Donuts and just talk about God openly because yeah. of Independence Day. Yeah. Um, we can have church service in a public school. Because of Independence right. Day. So praise the Lord for Independence Day, but praise the Lord also that when celebrate those times that you remember that, thank you, Jesus, for giving me eternal life, that I'm a now a citizen in heaven, and I've been given a passport that never expires. Amen. You know, Ephesians 2.19 says, so then you are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saint and members of the household of God. Philippians 3.19 says, but our citizen is in heaven, and from it we await a Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Hebrews 11.16, but as it is, the heroes of the faith desire a better country, that is a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, and for he has prepared, prepared for them a city. So God's prepared for us. He says, I'm going, going to heaven to prepare a place for you. So that one day when you're there, he's going to have a party. We're going to have the Lord's Supper, and we're going to celebrate together. There's another party. I wonder if there'll be fireworks in heaven. Maybe better. <laughs> Ooh. Who knows? Uh, yeah. All right. The 4th of July also reminds us of the freedoms that we can yield. To have these freedoms, others have to had, others had to adjust their lives yeah. and serve us. Yeah. As Paul said, Christians should see themselves as slaves willing to adjust their lives to serve others. That one's hard. That one's Nobody hard. wants to think of themselves as a slave, dude. No. We did not we did not get our Declaration of Independence without Thomas Jefferson spending thousands of hours or whatever it was. He had to serve us. Yeah. Those people that fought for us had to serve us. We served for the greater cause, for the greater good. In order to be totally set free, we have to have the attitude that Christ had. And Jesus said, I did not come to be served, but to serve. Yep. And, and that is where freedom truly comes, is when we have the attitude of Christ and we understand that it takes sacrifice to love our friends and our family. It takes sacrifice to go into a world that's filled with hate and malice and anxiety and anxious and to actually calm yourself inside and to say, I need to love them and see them as Christ sees them and recognize that they're hurting and they're pain and there's, they're seeking freedom. They're seeking their independence. Well, you have an opportunity to bring independence to their life. Just share with them these truths, you know, help them understand that. And maybe, maybe the Holy Spirit is moving within them. Maybe the Holy Spirit convicts them as you're speaking to them. And maybe they bend their knee and they give their life to the Lord. And someone is set free from the bondages and the tyranny of the world. But 1 Corinthians 6, 19, 20 says, Do you not know that you are not your own? You were bought at a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and your spirit, which are God's, which are God's. By becoming Christians, we've chosen to give up our freedom to live for Christ. Um, this entails giving up some of our freedoms for other brothers and sisters in Christ. Remember what for, Romans 14, 21 says? It is good neither to eat meat nor drink wine nor do anything by which your brother stumbles or offended or is made weak. 1 Corinthians 8, 13, therefore, I, if food makes my brother stumble, I will never eat again eat meat, lest I make my brother stumble. As Christians, we need not to demand our freedoms. Instead, we can yield them at times for the benefit of others. That is, that is hmm. another thing that Declaration of Independence and all of what took place during that time, yeah. it should remind us of. And that is how we are to live as Jesus taught us to live. That is the sacrifice the greater good of God. Such a good reminder. Yeah. I know. It's scary, right? Yes. All right. The 4th of July reminds us of the sacrifices that were made for our freedom. We think about the sacrifices of the, of the countless soldiers who have lost their yeah. lives, and we don't want to minimize their sacrifices remotely. No. 
Without their bravery, we wouldn't have many of the blessings that we get to enjoy today. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about this already. And again, it's it's kind of been throughout the whole show, but we should think about the greatest sacrifice that was made for our freedom. There is a common saying, freedom isn't free. To enjoy the freedom we have in our country, people have had to pay for it. Likewise, someone had to pay for the freedoms we enjoy from the law and the punishment of our sins deserve. Remember what Philippians 2, 6 said? Nate? Jesus, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men and being found in the appearance as man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. So again, it's Jesus sharing with us that we are now the bondservant of Christ. Our freedom is because we get to live if we, uh, what did Paul say to, 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 to live is Christ, but to die is gain. So we get to, the, the freedom we have is then living according to what Christ did. Christ was lived in peace and joy and harmony. Yeah. There was persecution. Yeah. There was evil around him, but that wasn't him. He was able to live a life that had purpose. What a mindset. The worst thing that could happen to me is I die and I'm with Christ. That's it. (laughs) That's the worst thing that could happen. There's so much freedom in that, right? So in John 18, 10, 18, Jesus said, no one takes my life from me, but I lay it down of myself. Jesus was saying, I have the freedom to keep my life, but I'm willing to give it up for you. Hmm. Same thing with us. If we live as a, a drink offering, a poured out for the glory of God to live for him, there's more freedom in that than anything else because we don't fear death. The Bible says we don't have the fear of sting, sting of death. We, we don't fear that because the Bible says absent from the body is to be present with God. And so we don't have any of those same notions or things that the world system offers you. We don't have to dominate. We don't have to get away and get ahead. We don't have to manipulate. We don't have to do any of that. We don't have to kill people. We don't have to control people. We can live a life that's obedient and worshiping God, filled with love, filled with kindness, filled with joy. Who doesn't want that? Right. And, and we don't have to worry about death. All we have to do is just live for his glory. So as Christians, we enjoy many wonderful freedoms, but let's remind it on on them as this week on 4th of July, I think this is on July 6th, it's uh, uh, airing, recognizes it's only because of Jesus' willingness to give up his freedom for us. This doesn't happen without Jesus. The, the, The Thomas Jefferson does not pen those words if Jesus did not do what he did. But because what Jesus did, he can then pin those words because he understands that everything starts and ends with him. He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And so uh, that's the same thing with us. And I just pray that anybody that's listening today, just kind of imagine what took place back then. So Jesus basically, when he hung on the cross, God saw um, um, you and me. And, um, and when he, when, I mean, when we were, when he was hanging on the cross, he saw yourself. So when Jesus is there, uh, Jesus took on what Second Corinthians 5, 7, he says he took on the whole, the sin of the world, right? He took on every part of it. And so when, when he was hanging there, he was fully God, he was fully per- perfect, but when God saw him, he saw you and me, he saw my sin. But then when he looked at me and he looked at you, what did he see? Christ. He sees Christ. And so that is, that is what's happening mm-hmm. here. And, and I just pray that we would just today surrender our hearts to God and that we would just humble ourselves as it's saying to do. And that we would say, today, God, I want my freedom in you. I don't want to be controlled by the bondages of the world. I don't want to be controlled by the tyranny that's around. 
I want to have my freedom in Christ. And so if that is you, all you have to do is just humble your heart now and say, God, forgive me of my sins. I turn from it. Lord, I want to seek your face for the rest of my life. I want to, I want to live my life to please you. I want to be a bondservant of Christ today. I believe, God, that you died on the cross and rose again for my salvation. <laughs> I believe that you did that so that I can live etern- with, with you for eternity in heaven. And, and I confess today that I have been a sinner. And I, and I know that without you, I'm going to hell for all eternity. But today, I believe that you are my God. And I want to live for you for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. And if that was you and you, and you said that, as we said at the very beginning, all the angels in heaven are rejoicing with you. And, and we would love to party with you. We would love to hear from you and, and share these things with us so that we can celebrate this and, and have of your Independence Day and, uh, and do that. Bob, how can, we get, how can they get a hold of us? So amen. Wait, I'm watching yeah. the fireworks. Wait, right. wait, yeah. wait, wait, there they go. Yeah. That's awesome. That is good. And just jump onto our website, theriotpodcast.com, and uh, click on the No God tab. Got so much information. I think we'll answer a lot of questions for you. But don't be afraid to reach out. We would love to hear from you. Love to answer any questions you have. You can uh, you can reach out to us via the 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 website. You can go to our social media. You go to Facebook. You can go to Twitter. Um, you know, if you're if you're watching this right now on YouTube. Um, just punch your question, ask your question right there in the comments. We'll, we will answer your questions. And then uh, I also encourage you to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button so that you're notified every single time an episode comes out. Now it's pretty easy to remember pretty much every Thursday. And, uh, man, we just so grateful that you watched the show today or listened to the show today, share it with somebody else. And I pray that you have had an amazing 4th of July week. It's kind of cool when the, the 4th of July happens in the middle of the week because you kind of get a whole week-long celebration. <laughs> so you're listening to this on July 6, 2023 or later. And, uh, you know, it's just just cool. So we can keep continue to celebrate. Mm. You know what else I would like to hear, Pete? I would like to hear some of our listeners' favorite 4th of July stories mm. or, or memories, yeah. kind of like we shared some of ours yeah. from our past. I would love to hear some of theirs. Yeah. That would be really, really cool. So God bless you guys. Have an amazing Independence Day week. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Yeah, be blessed, everyone. This has been The Riot Podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please feel free to leave a comment and share it with your friends. See you back here next week for another episode of The Riot Podcast.